Today on this podcast, we're going to talk about knowing and exercising your authority as a child of God here on earth. Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast. Your authority as a child of God is something that is irrefutable to the enemy. He's afraid of you, my friend. He is so afraid of you that he will do almost anything to keep you from exercising your authority here on planet Earth. Today's verse is Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus says, All authority has been given to me. What's authority? Authority is the right and the power to do something. Have you ever been in a situation where you've been given a job to do, but you weren't really given the power to fulfill what you were asked to do? You were not given legitimate authority. You were given responsibility without authority. The biblical word for authority is exousia. It means the power to act or the right to act. In our verse from Matthew, Jesus says, first of all, that he has been given all authority in heaven and on earth. So let's look at why Jesus could claim to have all authority in heaven and on earth. First, let's talk about where authority comes from. You have to go to Romans 13, verse 1. Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. So the first thing is, all authority is God-given. He's the one who establishes all authority both in heaven and on earth. You know, we might not always like some of our earthly authorities, but we have to realize that these earthly authorities have been established by God. For an authority to be a legitimate authority, it must be delegated or given authority. So the first thing we want to know is all authority is delegated authority. So authority has to be given. It cannot be taken. If it's taken, then it's illegitimate authority. So governments, employers, parents with their own uh, children, pastors and churches— these are all delegated or given authorities that need to be respected. And it's interesting because Satan also had legitimate authority on this earth. He tricked Adam and Eve into giving their authority over to him. See, God gave authority to Adam and Eve to rule and reign on earth. They, in turn, gave their authority to the serpent. This is an important understanding with Restoring the Foundation's ministry. The enemy only has the authority or the right to oppress us that was given to him. When we take his legal right to oppress us away, he has to leave us alone as we direct. So all authority is delegated. So where did Jesus get his authority? So interesting passage of scripture to answer this. If you look at Matthew 21, 23 through 27, this says, when Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him while he was teaching and said, 
By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one thing, which if you tell me, I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John was from what source? From heaven or from men? And they began reasoning among themselves. Uh Uh-oh, if we say from heaven, he will say to us, then why did you not believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the people, for they all regard John as a prophet. In answering Jesus, they said, we do not know. He also said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Now, the, the real interesting part, Jesus is brilliant, just masterful. By not answering this question, Jesus actually gave the answer. Because Jesus' authority came from two places, from earth and from heaven. Now, how is that true? Well, first of all, Jesus was the son of man. Galatians 4, 4 through 7 says, but when the fullness of time came, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that he might redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. This was vitally important. His human authority came because Jesus was 100% human. That gave him authority here on the earth. Whereas Adam and Eve were given authority over the earth in the Garden of Eden, what did they do with their authority? They gave it away. So the only way for our earthly authority to be returned is for a human to take it back. Jesus had to become 100% human in order to reclaim authority here on this earth, and he did that. Secondly, Jesus was the Son of God. Ephesians 4 8 through 10. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led captives a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. Now, this expression, he ascended, what does it mean except that he also descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is he himself who also ascended far above all the heavens, so that he might fill all things. And again, in Colossians 2, 9 through 10, for in him... All the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form, and in him you have been made complete, and he is the head over all rule and authority. So, Jesus was 100% human, but he was also 100% God. So, in this verse, we see that Jesus had all authority in the heavenly realm. He was given that so that he could rule over all authority. So, Jesus has authority on earth as 100% human being, and he has all rule and authority in heavenly realm, being 100% God. Now, how did Jesus manifest his authority here on earth? He healed the sick, he raised the dead, he opened blind eyes, he opened deaf ears, cast out demons, calmed storms, walked on water. But remember that everything that he did here, he did as a human being. So, what did Jesus do with his authority? Matthew 28, our verse for today. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. We just talked about how he got that. He says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. So Jesus gave his authority to us. Remember, authority has to be delegated. Jesus delegated his authority to us. So 
The only reason we have authority here on this earth is because it was delegated to us by Jesus. And in doing this, our authority is not based on anything we have done or could do. It was totally based on a gift given to us. That's important because our enemy wants to deceive us into believing that we're not good enough, we're you know sinful, we've done this, we've done that, that we cannot express heaven's authority here on earth. So when he does that, just laugh at him and remind him that our authority was never based on our merit. It was given to us by a delegation from Jesus. It was delegated authority. So we looked at what Jesus' authority did. What do we do with our authority? Matthew 10, 7 through 8 says, And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leopards, cast out demons. Freely you received, freely give. We have authority over the same things Jesus had authority over. So listen to this next sentence really carefully, because I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm going to say. God has chosen not to exercise his authority here on earth. It's not that he is unable to do so, but it was by his choice to not exercise his authority here on earth. You know, John Wesley says that God does nothing except in response to believing prayer. So why does God choose to not exercise his authority here on earth? Because he gave that authority to us for us to co-labor with him to bring heaven to earth. Is that amazing or what? So what are some examples of authority that Jesus gave us? Mark 4, 37 through 40, and there arose a fierce gale of wind, and the waves were breaking over the boat so much that the boat was already filling up. Jesus himself was in the stern, asleep on a cushion. I love that. Can you believe that? And they woke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? And he got up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, hush, be still. And the wind died down and it became perfectly calm. Now listen to this. This is what he says. And he said to them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? I'm going to come back to that in just a minute. Matthew 14, 15 through 18. When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, this place is desolate and the hour is already late. So send the crowds away that they may go into the village and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, but we have only five loaves and two fishes. And he said, bring them to me. So they had authority. The disciples had authority, but they just didn't know it. They were not aware of it. You know, in the first story when they're perishing, and he said, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? I think if they would have spoken to the storm as Jesus did, it might have calmed the same way it would have with him. He had given them that authority. And then again with the the feeding of the the 5,000, you give them something to eat. But they were like, we we only have a few fish and a few loaves of bread. They did not comprehend that they had been given authority to do the things that Jesus had done on earth. Now, one of the things that I want to point out that's kind of a personal bias for me is our authority does not come by the volume of your voice. 
I'm sure this has never happened to you, but you know, when you get pulled over by a policeman for exceeding the speed limit and the officer comes up to your car window and smiles in a very calm tone of voice. Hi, Mr. Whitman. May I see your driver's license and registration? They're exercising their God-given state of Tennessee delegated authority to enforce the laws of the state. They don't need to yell or be insulting in order to express their authority. Their authority was delegated to them. The same is true for us as children of God. Some have been taught that you need to yell or even be insulting to demons in order to get their attention. They already know who you are. Do you know who you are and the power and authority you carry? Sometimes in our ministry sessions, we have people who try to convince the demons to leave. They'll try and persuade the demons using logic and reason and scripture to get the demon to leave. I don't believe we have to do that. The demons know who you are. They know your authority. All we need to do is command them to leave, and they don't have a choice. They have to do what we tell them to do. So be careful as you live this life not to give your authority away. You know, Adam and Eve gave their authority away. How do we give our authority away? By believing lies. The biggest attack of the enemy are the lies on our identity. When we do not know who we are, we can't walk in the authority that we have been given. When we buy into lies of the enemy, we give our authority. What are some of the lies? You're not good enough. Oh, you've made too many mistakes to be used by God. Who do you think you are? You know, you need to go and get somebody more powerful than yourself to do this. The pastor, the leaders, the, you know, somebody else. No, your authority is absolute. It is irrefutable to the enemy. And Jesus came up and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. You have been given authority. You can walk in that authority. You know, one of the, the fun things that I like to do is I like to express my authority in the grocery store. How do I do that? By walking down the aisle going, this store belongs to Jesus Christ. I, I command all demonic things to leave right now in the name of Jesus. This is a Holy Spirit zone. The enemy cannot. And just bless the place. Bless the stores that you're in. You have the ability to change the atmosphere in the places that you are. You know, when Cindy and I were learning this um, about our authority as, as ministers and about authority as children of God, we happened to be traveling. And um, for some reason, we had gotten on uh, our tickets, took us to two different locations. We were traveling from Phoenix back to Nashville. And for some reason, Cindy's ticket took her to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, and mine went to Chicago, Illinois. And it's a red-eye flight. I don't sleep well on airplanes. So I get into Chicago first thing in the morning. I might have been a little testy. I might have been a little on edge, you know, just from the red-eye aspect. And United Airlines assigned me to a gate in, in O'Hare Airport. That was my gate. So I go into my gate, and in the gate... Um, waiting for my next flight, there was a mom and a little child who were having issues. 
they were going at it. And it wasn't just the kid. It was the mom was just as bad as the kid. They were snipping and back and forth. And so I'm learning about authority and I'm, I'm understanding the demonic realm. And so I just sat there in my gate. And again, the, the key to that is the reason I say my gate is it was assigned to me. So I had a legal right to be there. It wasn't, you know, I didn't walk into Starbucks someplace and try to take authority over stuff. I had a legal reason to be there. So I began to express under my breath, I take authority over those spirits of, I forgot what they are now, but it was like the conflict and the rebellion and the anger and the frustration and the, I take authority over all that stuff. Now you can say whatever you want, but it stopped. It was like mom and little kid just settled down. They started getting along, things smoothed out. I went, wow, that was pretty cool. And we have done that over and over again in situations. Not take authority over people, but take authority over the demonic realm that's operating, that's stirring up bad behavior in people. So remember, you are more powerful than you think, and God really wants to exercise his authority through you. So his purposes and plans on this earth are fulfilled. Remember that God has chosen not to exercise his authority on, here on earth. He wants to use you. He wants to co-labor with you and me to bring his purposes and plans to the earth. Let's pray. So Father, I have a simple prayer today. Would you just reveal our Give us a revelation of our authority as children of God. Would you help us to know our authority and then teach us how to exercise it here on this earth, how to co-labor with you to bring heaven to earth. Thank you that you have uh, given us authority, that we're not puppets, we're not, uh, we don't have to um, be pinballed around by the enemy, but that we can stand firm in the things that you've given us and command the enemy to leave, and he has to do it. Thank you, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth, empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.